0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code The Athletic, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard The Athletic's Can't Wait Jets podcast, your nonstop shop for all things Jets. Now here are your hosts, Tim McMaster and Connor Hughes. Listen safely.
0: Can't wait. Hey everyone. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. It is Wednesday, November 24. Thanks for watching or listening to Can't Wait Podcast, Tim McMaster, along with Connor Hughes and Marissa Morris in honor of Black Friday and Cyber or Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And it was pointed out to me on Twitter that I left out small business Saturday. You can get all the athletics great writing for just $1 a month for 12 months. Go to the athletic.com slash can't wait before midnight on Monday, the 29th lock in our very best price of the year. And I mean that you won't see a dollar a month again until next year at this time, if you're lucky. So get, take advantage of it this next week, get all of Connor's writing down the stretch in the NFL season into the off season, all that a year of the athletic for $12 total. You can't beat it. Um, it has been just over 24 hours since we were last with you on this podcast, but a lot has happened. Connor breaking the news on Tuesday afternoon that Zach Wilson is ready to go 100. percent He'll start on Sunday, and Connor, it's a good thing because there is a lack of quarterbacks available with the New York Jets. QB two and QB three, Joe Flacco and Mike White, both. Oh, hold on. This is this is the joy of a minute. live podcast. We now have a oh, guest. Boy. What do we got?
1: It's fine. Thank you, Danielle. Appreciate it. Oh.
0: I thought it was going to be in his I, we got our,
1: we've got the credential now in, uh, for Houston. So we're good to go. I Connor's
0: thought it was going to be cubby. one of your uh, fellow writers. Yeah. I thought it was going to be podcast. DJ. I'll be
1: honest. With you, I was, I was very ready for that to be DJ coming in here to say hi. And and I actually made a comment to Costello before we started doing this. Cause the last time we did a show uh, while I was at the facility, I just went in my car. So I popped in the car and, and stayed in there. But at that point you got the questionable wifi, the phone starts overheating because the sun's baking down. So Costello recorded his podcast a couple of rooms over, so I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do the same thing here on this one and and see if it works out. And you know, we got got 30 seconds in before the knock at the door, but I think we're probably smooth sailing from here on out.
0: All right, yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, you can, you can get a great view of of Connor's beautiful cubicle.
1: Uh, oh, it's better than this. I'll give you I'll give you guys. The I'm show calling around. it a cubby. Well, that's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So you got like the 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 in case there's like emergency TV behind me. I've got a polo and my dress shirt and a blazer. And then you come around here, and you got the the Jets logo. And then I've got it's a little messy right oh, now. Oh wow, you got my, some
2: picture frames! Wow, yeah, yeah I got it. it,
1: my. Hey, see it? Yeah, it's real nice. <laughs> it's my it's my other office. We've got a picture, obviously, of uh, we got Brie here. We got my uh, we got my, my godson Caden, and then uh, pictures of obviously there would be we got Lucy here, and then more of uh, Bree, me, and Lucy. So we're all set up. And like all my mom too for like Christmas for a couple of years in a row kept getting me like office like office toys to add in here. So I've got like this random thing you play with to like add like it's like magnetized and a and a lamp in here and all that stuff. So yeah, it's it's a fun little cubicle. I spend I spend too much time here.
0: Very nice, very nice. All right, back to the Jets. Um, we said we were going to keep this podcast relatively short, yeah. but we're already doing a tour of, of Connor's cubicle. Right. Uh, <laughs> back to the Jets though, Connor. I gave you credit; you broke the story. Um Thank but you. Talk about. You know, just the situation with the COVID. Luckily, Zach Wilson avoided that. So the Jets have a quarterback uh, on Sunday. But what's going on?
1: Yeah, the Jets finally had the football gods given one in their favor because he's had all. like, obviously, Zach hasn't been uh, in the quarterback room, at least not as often as Mike White and Joe Flacco have because he's been rehabbing his leg. So he's rehabbing. He's not in there all the time. And because he's not in there all the time, he avoided that close contact nonsense. And Yeah, you know, obviously the Jets had a quarterback come down with COVID. It's been out there already and reported, you know, Mike White got COVID. Joe Flacco is unvaccinated, doesn't have COVID. but He was a close contact to Mike White, so he's out. The Jets are still, we talked to Robert Sowell a little bit ago, and the Jets are still holding out hope that there's the possibility that Joe Flacco could be ready to back up, although that's probably unlikely to back up Zach Wilson. I think he needs, because he's unvaccinated, if I'm not mistaken, and the Jets are supposed to get clarity for for us on this momentarily, he needs five negative tests or something like that between the close contact and Sunday in order to play because he's unvaccinated. Um, It's just a matter of, is he going to get those in time? But yeah, I mean, the the positive of this whole thing is that Zach Wilson's back. Um, It's probably going to be Josh Johnson backing him up because Mike White's obviously out because he tested positive for COVID-19. And then obviously Joe Flacco is a close contact. So because he's unvaccinated, he's dealing with a bunch of the, uh, the, ramifications of, of what he's got to deal with, with that. And, you know, the one thing I uh, real quick before I know we're going to start talking about Zach here, but I did find it interesting that we talked, um, or Robert Sala was asked in, in the press conference, basically if he had any regrets at all, or, or if he weighed the risks of trading for Joe Flacco, giving up a draft pick for a quarterback that they knew going in was unvaccinated, because obviously when you're unvaccinated, there's a lot of things that you've got to deal with. And then there's a lot of additional Hurdles that you have to overcome if things like this happen. I mean, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19. He tests positive for COVID-19. It's a mandatory what is It's like 10-day absence. So it's taking him out a game, game and a half. You know, when if you're vaccinated, you get two negative tests and you can play. So Sala told us that there was no, he doesn't believe there's any risk when you can get a quarterback like Joe Flacco. Um he said he called him a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, a veteran quarterback. When you can get him for a sixth round pick, which the Jets believe in end up making back the number of draft date or something like that. there's no risk to it at all. But obviously the risk that you are seeing is what the Jets have right now, which is that they're probably gonna go into this week with Josh Johnson backing up Zach Wilson because of COVID.
0: Before we get to Zach Wilson, the chat is very unhappy that you don't have a picture of me and Marissa in your cubicle. You guys gotta send me yeah. one. Or we'll That's take one
1: long. at um yeah. What yeah, about the one
0: from the golf course this summer? You should put that one up.
1: Do we, oh, yeah, that is a good. Yeah, it's a good yeah. idea. I forgot about that. I forgot we have that picture together.
0: Yeah, I'll I do think that like I'll a, that like 824 by 18 inches. on. The oh, wall. just replace the Jets logo
1: here. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll replace the Jets logo with a picture of the three of us. Yeah, they'll love that.
0: All right. As far as Zach goes, obviously, it's been a while since he's played. Last time he played, he wasn't very good. But we've talked about like, oh, he gets to watch the offense be run well. And what can he learn from that? Now we're going to find out, right? I mean, this I feel like the Jets season has been in limbo now for like a month since he got hurt. Yes, we get to see Elijah Moore. Have a great week. That's exciting for the future. But now it's like, okay, let's get back to building this team the way we want to see it built, see this quarterback develop, and we can start seeing that again this week.
1: Yeah, it's actually the lead to my column that I'm, I'm working on now just to, to run. I think we're, we're talking to Zach Wilson today. Obviously, we talked to Robert Solis. We'll put a column up on the athletic momentary or before the end of the day. Uh, just kind of summarizing all of this but my lead for that column was just you know the the jet season is kind of back on track after that brief detour down you know exit mw5 you know mike white five is is the exit you like that you like that marissa i think i was pretty, pretty fun. good i, I wrote I like pretty good I, I, creative pretty, pretty fun. Yeah, I for one like that, right? a month
0: you can get that sort of writing at yeah. the end. oh
1: there's another i had a good i got a, I had a uh, yeah that, yeah there's a couple that i've been having some fun with lately but yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the fact is, is that when you draft a quarterback as early as the Jets drafted a quarterback, the entire season becomes about that quarterback. You know, it, it wins and losses don't matter, honestly. I, I know you people love Mike Carter and they love Elijah Moore, but they don't matter nearly as much as the quarterback because when you have a quarterback in the NFL, you have everything. And when you draft a quarterback as early as the Jets drafted a quarterback, in today's NFL, it's about getting him up to speed as quickly as you can get him up to speed, because then you can take advantage of the second most valuable aspect of having a young quarterback. That's ready to be a franchise quarterback. And that's that you don't have to pay him money because he's on his, you know, the, the, the wage scale, the rookie wage scale. So you've got a franchise quarterback on a rookie quarter track for potentially five years, and that's extremely beneficial to a team. So it's all about getting that quarterback, the quarterback you draft, the quarterback you invest to, to a state where you can win with him while he's still on that on that rookie contract and that's what this season was about when the year began developing assessing and analyzing Zach Wilson and getting him to play some pretty good football and and building up that hype and optimism heading into 2022 and now after that brief detour of the injury and the Mike White sanity and thinking oh man did the Jets just find Tom Brady 2.0 you're back to your regularly scheduled programming which is that Zach Wilson is back in this lineup. Zach Wilson is starting again. Zach Wilson received full medical clearance Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday morning is when he received full medical clearance. So he's out there good to go. And lucky for him, he's not exactly playing the cream of the crop in competition with the Tennessee Titans, you know, traveling to Houston to take on the Tennessee Titans. So this is, as you said, kind of a writing of the ship and and getting the season back on track, because once again, all eyes are going to be focused on number two in the backfield and, and what he's doing week in and week out.
0: So what do you expect to see? I mean, there could be rust, obviously. It's been a while. But then again, the rust might just be that he's struggled and he's continuing to struggle. So how do you go about grading his performance this weekend?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that um, hmm, that's a good one, because you have to take it into and actually ask this about I asked this to Robert today, because I I find it fascinating to watch how this one's going to plan out because look, I mean, the Jets believe that Zach is going to be a better quarterback now having watched, you know, because the one thing that, and we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast where it's, they wanted him to play boring football. They wanted him to take what the defense gave him. They want him to be first read, check it down, first read, check it down, first read, check it down. If you have to pull out the hero ball, use it as like a last resort, use it as that gold pitch, use it as the one that when, when all else fails, you can go to that and make some magic happens, but you can't rely on that magic. But when Zach played that hero ball style in high school and he played that hero ball style in college, and then he comes to the NFL, it's tough to just say, okay, I'm going to completely change the way I played football my entire life. But the Jets hope now having sat back, having watched, having seen Mike White play boring football and have success, Josh Johnson played boring football and have success, Joe Flacco to some extent play boring football and have success that now Mike White, or I'm sorry, Zach Wilson can go out there with immensely more talent than Joe Flacco has right now. And it- more talent, Josh, John, and Mike have right now, and take that boring style of football and take it to the next level, and do that and have success, and start moving the football up and down the field. And Salah said to us today that that he feels like Zach was transitioning towards doing that. That the Jets saw him from that first game against the Panthers to the last game that he played against the the New England Patriots, they felt like he was getting better week in and week out, day in and day out, and and getting towards the point of breaking out. In fact, he said. I think Salah's exact words were that he felt Zach Wilson was getting ready to, quote, pop off against the Bills and or against the, the Patriots. I'm sorry. And then he hurt his knee. And obviously, we haven't seen him in a month. So you take that expectation. You take the fact, that OK, he sat and watched. He's seen how this offense is supposed to run. He's now fully healthy. You want to get him back in there. He was he was starting to play some really good football before the injury. And you expect him against the bad Texans team to go out there and play some really, really good football. Maybe not perfect, but really good football. But you say that. But then you also have to reel it back in because at the end of the day, this is a kid that, yeah, he was starting to do some good things before the injury. He still wasn't doing great things. He still wasn't playing great football. And he was still tr- struggling. He was still one in five as a starter, completing what was it, under 60% of his passes, had like a 63 quarterback rating, leading the league in interceptions at the time that he got hurt. You still have to take that into consideration that that's the type of play he was playing before the injury. Then he misses an entire month with an injury. So I don't know if he's still 100 100%, 100%. I don't know if he's fully trusting yet. He's going to have to take some hits and feel right to feel, really get back to where he was. But even then, you're a young quarterback who doesn't have any experience, a rookie quarterback, who now just has to go back on the field after missing a month of action and, and pick up right where he left off. So I think this is a, a good landing spot, which we talked about yesterday when we did the show, that this is probably the best landing spot that he could hope for because it gets a little bit tougher against a decent Eagles defense and a good Saints defense in the coming weeks. It was going to be harder last week against the Miami Dolphins, even harder the week before against the Buffalo Bills. So this game against the Texans is the easier game for you to jump back in the deep end in, but you're still jumping back in the deep end after not doing anything after not playing a game in a month. And and for that reason, I think uh, expectations should be tempered some. And, and I'll be completely honest with you guys. The one thing that I'm fascinated to see play out here. And, and this was the question that I saw and he downplayed it he said, he's not concerned with it at all, but Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Ryan Griffin, the offense, the defense, they've seen this offense work over the last four weeks. They've seen it work with absent the Bills game. They've seen it work with Mike White. They've seen it work with Josh Johnson. They saw it work with Joe Flacco. So they've seen this offense go out there, and in some cases against some decent teams, against the Bengals, Colts, and, and Dolphins, who were now one three straight and playing some okay football. They've seen this offense that was so bewildered, so anemic, so inept at times those first six weeks look really, really good over the last four games. If Zach Wilson goes back out there at quarterback and Zach Wilson struggles and the offense struggles and they start to stutter and they start to have hiccups and they start to not look anything like they did the last four weeks when this was going well, how will the players react? Will it be like, maybe this isn't, what are we doing again? Why why is it like, will there be any issues? And, Sal's not worried about it. He downplayed. I'm sure when we talked to Zach Wilson later today, he'll downplay it and not say anything about it. But in my opinion, I think it's something worth watching here against the Texans, because again, these are players that want to have success. These are players that want to enjoy positive Sundays. And they have had that at least offensively the last four weeks. If it goes back and Zach Wilson goes out there and it's back to square one, I just could see it being a tough pill for some people to swallow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'd think they'd smart enough to realize, like, hey, this is the plan. This is the way it has to go. But that doesn't If your numbers aren't, you know, Elijah yeah. Moore suddenly not getting as many targets, like, it's a completely exactly. different thing. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, All I right, mean, cause take it, a short, again, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say though, t- like, the one thing too is like Elijah Moore has erupted over the last month. He's he, he's playing the type of football, and we talked about this yesterday. He's playing the type of football that we saw in organized team activities, mini camp, and training camp. The guy that developed all that reputation the one told me that he had written on his mirror the numbers from justin jefferson's rookie year to say i want to replicate that i want to be rookie of the year like that's the kind of hype he was doing. And it was justified hype with how he was performing ota's mini camp and before that injury in training camp and he struggled and didn't make an impact those first few weeks he was open at times zach missed him he was open at times zach didn't go to him zach leaves the lineup and Elijah Moore stays in, and you bring in Mike White, and you bring in Joe Flack, and you bring in Josh Johnson. And suddenly, Elijah Moore starts looking like the player that developed all of that hype in the offseason, right? And and Salah said to us, you know, Elijah Moore's not getting better because Zach's not getting out there. It's Elijah Moore's getting better because Elijah Moore's playing better. And I get that. But at this time, if it's back out, and suddenly his numbers start dropping. Corey Davis' numbers start dropping. I mean, it's it's worth a... It's worth it. It's again, it's something to watch. It's it's something to keep an eye on and and maybe it's much to do about nothing. Maybe it is a lot to do about a lot, but we'll see. And and the only way you're going to see is when this game kicks off uh, in Houston in a little bit. All
0: right. We need to get to our picks. We're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving food as well. Lots to go still, but we're going to take a short break here on the Can't Wait Podcast.
1: Requires high speed internet connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on direct TV terms and restrictions apply.
0: All right, back to football and a bigger picture of football, Thanksgiving football. Let's talk about it. Um, you know, you get up in the morning, you eat your magic spoon, you get ready for mm. Turkey. You have some hors d'oeuvres, you have the Turkey, all that stuff. But then there's the three football games. We're going to talk about them, break them down, make some picks here. Uh, we'll go one at a time. Uh, the first game of the day, 1230 Eastern time bears at lions. You know, it, it's amazing to me after all these years, the, the tradition of the Lions playing on Thanksgiving, that the NFL was never like, they're always terrible. Why do we still have this team playing every year on Thanksgiving when they're just awful? Now, that said, they do tend to play kind of entertaining games on Thanksgiving. So maybe that's what it is. But, Connor, this one's it's the best spread, I guess, the closest spread of the three games. But Bears at Lions doesn't really get me excited. Um, I think I will go Lions because I feel like there's always an advantage to being home on Thanksgiving where the other team doesn't really want to fully be there. Yeah. Do we know, do we know is, is Jared Goff playing or is he out? It
2: was potentially that he was going to actually play.
1: So okay.
2: uh, Um, I think yesterday there was like a 60% chance that he would play. Um, but to be fully honest, I was driving back to Jersey all morning. So I've not seen, why were
1: you tracking lions injury reports? Was it for this? Well, so you could I it?
2: recorded the athletic football show.
1: And uh, we,
2: if you want to hear our full preview with Sheil and Nate and Robert Mays, um, it's out this morning. So we had that discussion last night on the pod. So, um, I think there's a chance that Jared Goff will play. Um, or else it's Tim Boyle.
1: Okay. Can I but do it? line asterisk? didn't
2: change much with that
1: news. So these no, picks don't I,
0: count these picks don't count for oh. our competition. So don't, you don't need an asterisk just
1: true. Okay. okay. Cause I was gonna say, if Goff's in there, I really, I kind of want to grab the lions. Yeah. Like I really do. Like I did this once before when they played the Eagles and I was like, I think this is the week where the lions get their first win and the Eagles won by like 40 points or something like that. But I think for this one, I, I if, if Jared Goff plays is that's going to be Goff Andy Dalton, right? Cause isn't Justin Fields hurt or am I wrong on that?
2: Yeah, it's Dalton.
1: Yeah, so I, I think I'm gonna go I would go Jared Goff or Randy. Randy Goff is gonna go out there just kind of four-round. around. Lions have played some close football games. I actually kinda of like the money line a little bit. So for my one this week, I think I think I'm gonna go as long as Jared Goff is playing, I'm gonna go with the Lions plus three. And actually in real life, I'm probably gonna snag that money line and see if I can uh can't can't try to make back all the money I've lost so far this year.
0: Marissa, what do you think?
2: I think Matt Nagy is gonna be coaching for his I mean his well his job for the rest of the year so um there's a lot of reports about that today so i don't know i'm I'm going bears with this one
0: all right up next four thirty eastern raiders at cowboys minus seven and a half cowboys um i always just lean towards the home team on thanksgiving in general but if this one especially i know i wish it was seven or six and yeah. a half the seven and a half is tricky but i'll, I'll still go cowboys
1: I think you're going to see that change pretty quick because I'm actually looking at this on DraftKings and the Cowboys uh, minus seven and a half is plus 100. So it's almost even money there and compared to minus 120 if you're taking the seven and a half. If you're going off that spread, though, I'm 100 percent in on the Raiders. I just if the Cowboys don't have C.D. Lamb, they're not going to have like C.D. Lamb didn't practice yesterday. They're already out. Amari Cooper. The Cowboys are the better team, but the Raiders tend to play teams tough. And and I think that the Raiders are a little bit better than I expected them to be, considering all the drama that they've dealt with with Gruden and that corner that they had to cut and then Henry Ruggs and all that stuff. Like I I thought that would just be a team that just started spiraling out of control. But they're they're still playing some pretty tough football. I love the Raiders at 7.5 just because I think this could be a touchdown game, a six-point game, a five-point game seven i feel completely different i'd probably go dallas but it's seven and a half i think dallas wins the game but i think the raiders can cover this one at plus seven and a half especially if cd lamb doesn't play
0: marissa seven and a half that's the line on bet mgm what do you think
2: uh i i think the cowboys are going to win this game by a lot i'm going cowboys minus Bold. Seven and okay
0: and no no question there all right and then yep. the nightcap done the bills <laughs> the stumbling bumbling bills right now yeah really are no longer even in first place in the afc east uh visiting the Saints. Saints at home plus five and a half. Well, Connor's a big one Saints of those fan, ones if right. you listen
2: to last week's episode. So yeah, we well, we know which way he's up. going.
0: I'm gonna go Saints. Just I mean the Bills have burned me two weeks in a row, I think, but I'm gonna go Saints anyway. What is that? Spread. Five and
1: a half. Six. Oh, you have it at five and a half. I got it at six. Five and a half on five,
0: Bet MGM Connor. So. Uh, wow, so that means Saints. people are
1: hammering the Saints right now.
0: Yep. Wow. Go ahead. Are you? Wow.
1: Uh, Me. Okay. I'm just going to go with the Bills just because I, I think that they're okay. due for a breakout. I mean, there, there's only so many times I think Buffalo can get smacked in the face before they're like, all yeah. right, I, their playoff hopes aren't slipping away. But, I mean, home field is, is pretty important here. Having a high seed is pretty important in the playoffs this year more than ever, ever before. And I don't think the Bills want to run the risk of going on the road to Kansas City if the Chiefs keep rolling. I don't think they want to run the road to go, uh, going on the road anywhere. I mean, they're a different team at home than they are on the road. I know the Saints are at home and things like that, but the Bills are kind of more of like that high powered throwing offense now. I don't know where. I mean, they're not running the football. They want to throw it to Sanders. They want to throw it to Diggs. They want to throw it to Knox. They want to have Josh Allen, MVP candidate until the last couple of weeks, really air the ball out. And I think playing in a dome in New Orleans can help them out there. So I think this is going to be the the get right game for the Bills for a while and you're going to see them take off. So if that's five and a half, I like it a lot. If it's six, I like it a lot. I don't like if it gets to seven, seven and a half like that. Cal take balls minus.
2: Well, I I hate to agree with Connor but I think he's right with this one. Um those words are very like hard great. to leave my mouth but uh, yeah, I'm going to go Bills. I think uh after I think the past two game two two of three they've not really their offense is, has not really shown up but I think uh we will see it tomorrow night.
0: I feel like we're all going to have, well, we can't all have great weeks because we went against our, each other, but uh, because these don't count, I feel like we're, our picks yeah. will be better in general. Um, yeah. All right. We're going to step away one more time. We will be back with more Thanksgiving chatter. <laughs> Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a... <clears throat> all right it is the busiest travel day of the year right now i think wednesday marissa dodged all that traffic by leaving cleveland before the sun came up this morning she is i'm not going anywhere because of the uh the baby so i'm good and connor has to worry about football season traveling with the jets so i think we're all in good shape as far as travel goes but um thanksgiving is i think for all of our families a big holiday it's not for everyone but the food is the big thing, right? And so let's just—I figure we could toss it around. Like favorite food on the table for Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know if you can pick one, Connor, but you are the man with the press box food power ranking. So, what do you think on yeah. Thanksgiving? What's number one?
1: My favorite's still like my mom's homemade stuffing, and she does she does it like when it's baked, so it's in like the the baking pan, and you kind of cut it up like a piece of cake. So, I, my my favorite is my mom's homemade stuffing. Give me the mashed potatoes and then sweet potatoes with like the brown sugar pe- pecan mm-hmm. crust. Those You put the like, uh,
0: marshmallows on the on that? No, so we, we, do no the, we do We do the sweet potatoes with the brown sugar and then marshmallows melted on top.
1: I could do that because I love marshmallows. My mom and sisters don't like marshmallows though, so we don't do it. Yeah. And, and so we're going there for that. But what I am doing this year, again, this is, so I did it for Easter last year because we're not big ham people. So we just basically do Thanksgiving again for Easter. See,
2: I'm the opposite. I would rather a ham than the turkey, 100%. I will Um, have like a little piece of turkey tomorrow and I will have a bigger piece of ham.
1: I like the ham. Really? We don't do that. But we're doing, I'm doing a a deep fried turkey. So the deep fryer came in the mail yesterday. Got my uh, many quarts of, it's a 30 quart deep fryer. So I'm setting that up outside and and I'm going to deep fry a turkey. And I'm I'm very, very excited for that. My buddy, uh, my buddy Rodney does it all the time. He's an incredible, he's a really good cook. He does smoking, grilling. Uh, and and deep frying and and this he's giving me all the instructions you know and and so I'm ready injecting the turkey with like a butter garlic juice and and we're gonna we're gonna rock and roll so I'm I'm very very excited to do the deep fried turkey again.
2: So if Connor ends up on the IR and cannot cover, game, <laughs> yeah yeah, we'll
0: be COVID related turkey. turkey
1: accident yeah yeah, so we oil burns.
0: <laughs> I'm cooking too. The uh, My my uh, wife's mom and dad are, are coming up. Uh, it would have been that side of the family's turn for Thanksgiving. So they came up to spend the first Thanksgiving with Ailey here. Um, I'll be cooking the turkey. So we'll see how that goes. I did it two years ago. It came out good. So roasted. we'll see if I can rekindle I'm that. Roasted. My favorite food though, like you, Connor, it's stuffing, but it's actually, yeah. it's not my mom's. It's my godmother's, um, which I didn't even experience until when I was living in Pennsylvania. That's where she lives. And I would go to her house on Thanksgiving because yeah. I didn't have any other family. Um, but it's a it's a bread stuffing, but it has sausage in it. So it's mm-hmm. like there's sausage and onion and bread and all the That's seasoning. My yeah, it's it is it, is it's it like literally like, and, a like, like, like a meal like I could eat it? I could. Yeah, I could just eat that yeah. as yeah. a meal. Like Same thing. That's day.
1: ours. Ours has the sausage and the onions and all that. The uh, seasoning all in with the bread. Yeah, but it, it's baked, right? So it's it's not in the turkey's yep. butt. It's like right. baked. No,
0: like no. Baked and you pan. should
2: not do that. I don't think because that's how Michael got uh, salmonella. Yeah, don't.
0: Year. They say, it says <laughs> that if you look, if you Google yeah. like stuffing and turkey, it's like no.
2: Yeah, don't <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Michael. Michael's Dude. whole family and extended family got very very sick one year because they cooked Ugh. it in the raw turkey. And yeah, it did not it was he's still a little scarred from Thanksgiving. I mean, he'll still eat his turkey and mashed potatoes and everything, you know. He is an offensive lineman, but <laughs> that did really Does hurt he me. get his
0: own turkey or ham? Or?
2: So he will have practice tomorrow and the team gives him a nice meal. Oh and right. All that. He's
0: not with you. You're, you're
2: yeah. Right. Um, oh, so no. you're and not then, with him? No, yeah. I'm home. He wanted me to come home. I my my mom hosts Thanksgiving and Um, I have like 50 of my cousins and their kids coming. So I will be seeing him on Sunday um at the Raven Baltimore. Uh the Browns are playing the Ravens. So I'm gonna drive down for that. Yeah. So and then next week. are you going down to Baltimore
1: and then driving to Cleveland?
2: No, next week says bye week. So I am in Jersey for the week. Yeah. But um he wanted me to come home because he has stuff half the day. And then our gracious friends on the team that are having a little dinner are gonna host him at night. So uh cool. shout out to my girls Mary and Emily for uh having him do that. Last but. names. Um Emily is Emily Forbes and uh Mary is Blake Hans's girlfriend. So gotcha. they're they're my sweet friends on the team and Connor uh, begging they, for name
0: yeah. drops. Yeah. yeah
2: I gotta
1: hear yeah, I gotta <laughs> hear who I gotta know who Michael's hanging out with.
2: <laughs> Offensive yeah. lineman.
0: All right Marissa, but. what's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
2: Um, I'm all mashed potatoes. Like, yeah. So obviously, (laughs) you know, having celiac, uh, there's a lot of things I can eat on Thanksgiving. And, you know, I can't obviously have a biscuit, can't really have stuffing because that's bread, but, um, they, you you can make gluten-free stuffing, but mashed potatoes, corn, my aunt makes this broccoli salad that has like bacon and Oh, I have one more, I have one more. Um, That's really good. Um, and then my, my mom went to the gluten-free bakery for me and got me a, you know, gluten-free apple pie. And so it's just a little different than what everyone else has, but it's still very good. So I'm excited.
1: Brie makes, uh, she, Brie's working Thanksgiving. So we're, we're also now married. So we have to figure out how we're doing this splitting up. So like we're doing, we're hosting my mom and sisters on Christmas day, but Christmas Eve, we're not going to my family's anymore. We're going to like her family's because her mom's a nurse as well. So she's home, but Brie, unfortunately is not going to be a part of Thanksgiving because she's working at CHOP, Mm. but she, uh, Shout out to all the doctors
2: and nurses and healthcare people that miss the holidays to take care of everybody. Yeah.
1: So she, uh, she makes this broccoli and Velveeta. It's like Mm -hmm. broccoli. Then it's topped with like a Velveeta cheese, like mixed inside with graham cracker crust on the top. It is awesome. And she always makes it like, I like it. So I'm not, I'm not a huge cheese person. So if there's too much cheese, I gag. Like it needs to be like, even like sandwiches, like thin layer of cheese, eggs. Thinnest layer of cheese. It can't be like you bite into a gob of cheese that makes me want to throw up. So Brie makes it with the perfect amount of Elvita, even though that's not really real cheese, but the perfect amount of Elvita where it's not gaggy. It's more broccoli with a touch of Elvita in the. It's just it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm gonna miss her.
2: Oh well, shout out shout out to all all those working on Thanksgiving. We appreciate everybody that uh, does all the the hard stuff so we can all enjoy the holidays with our family.
0: Sure. All right, I think that does it for for the Jets talk, right? Yeah yeah so. Connor get moving uh, I did want to say a shout out uh, as we say goodbye uh, to the best dog in the world Aww. if you want to bring Aww. up a picture I got it Rufy we say goodbye to him on Monday oh um, <laughs> he was the best we'll leave it at that talk to you next time on kick on camera